Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Last time we spoke about half-finished books. This time, let's go the other direction. What about a book you've finished and loved so much you want to read it again? That has happened to me. I've read The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari three times. First time, I read it. Second time, I highlighted as I read. Third time, I took notes. Perhaps the third time doesn't count as I went to the highlights only. Let's say I read it fully twice. When you are in the middle of a book challenge, how would you score this? Would it or would it not count as another book read? Ah, our minds play tricks on us. I kept turning this idea over and over in my head before this podcast. My first response, it doesn't count. It's not another book. Well, that was my first response. I've had time to sleep over it. I'm still struggling with this one. But remember the rules of this engagement? You make the rules? So if you decided when you take the book challenge that a reread counts as a book, then it does. So what if you are on a book a month challenge, like my 2017 challenge, and read a book 12 times? Does it count? You are going to have to decide that one. Part of me says no, part of me says yes. Every time you read a book, you get something new out of it. A person who has read a book several times can probably speak more about the book and with greater clarity and authority than a person who's only read it once. The other factor about reading a book again is that of self-reflection. As I'm doing this podcast, I'm forced to think about this concept and myself. What makes me reread a book? Is it genre-based? Have I ever reread a novel? The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari is the self-help category, so it's a different genre. Maybe rereading is genre-based, but we can talk about that later. Have I ever reread a novel? The answer is yes. In my teens, I was obsessed with Jane Eyre. I read it three times. I read Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier twice. Here I am over 30 years later thinking about it. At that time, rereading the book didn't cross my mind. It was very simple. I loved it. I reread it. Now, within the framework of my book goals, somehow the concept is throwing me off. Is this something similar to childhood? When we are children, we just take to play and creativity naturally. And when we are older, the adulting kicks in and steals our childhood. This older version of me is processing the concept of rereading a book while the younger version of me didn't even think there was such a concept. Just do what pleased you, right? I feel rereading may be genre-based. There are a lot of books with a ton of information in them. In my earlier podcast, I mentioned the book Good to Great. For me, it would be worth a reread. There's only so much information I can soak in on one read. These books strangely take on the form of a textbook or a reference book. Do we want to reread the whole book? It depends on what you got out of it the first time around. There are some books I just want to reread a chapter. Some I want to reread the whole thing. Like I mentioned, Manco Sold His Ferrari. That was a whole reread. But if rereads are genre-based and it's saved for the special genres of self-help and business, then what about the novels I've reread? In that case, I think there's no right answer. I feel rereading is genre-based, but it's also heart-based. If your heart craves a book again, 
then feed it what it wants. I was talking to my husband about this concept and he mentions rereading as a crap read. What is a crap read? I asked. Maybe I shouldn't have. He laughed and said, you know when you're on the crapper, crap read? Well, I don't stay on the crapper too long. I just get done with my business and move on. This is going into TMI. Crap read or garden read or couch read or flight read. Is there a rule for these? Are rereads saved for a special occasion? Did I just use crap read and special occasion in the same paragraph? Moving on. So should they be? If you ask me, I don't care. Read what you want, when you want, period. After all, shouldn't reading be fun? I think that's the issue. We force our children to read books that don't speak to them, and essentially in trying to help them read, we push them farther away. And if a child wants to reread a book, we say, but you've read it already. I think about Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Far off places, daring sword fights, magic spells, a prince in disguise. Yes, a book is a very powerful drug. It can take you places far, far, far away. And when you return, you smile for the experiences made you richer. You want to return to that land again and again and again. I've talked about books and relationships before. I think a book is a relationship. If you push it at someone over and over and over, the other party just runs. They don't want to hear the B word. However, if you let them decide, people may come to terms with what they want to read and then read for the enjoyment of it. One of my nieces is not a reader. How are we related? It's not possible, I would think. Well, my brother is not a reader. Again, is he really my brother? My parents say so. The jury is out on that one. I can't recall the last time my brother read a book. We were talking about it, and one of my nieces said, Daddy, did you know Auntie read 12 books last year? My brother reeled in shock. 12? I haven't read a book since high school. I can't recall his exact words, but yes, my parents still say we're related. The point is this. If I ask people to join me in a book reading challenge, they wouldn't. People don't do it for you, they do it for themselves. When I talked about this concept to Erin, she didn't read books because I was doing it. No, she did it for herself. The concept spoke to her. With books, if you ask someone to read a book of a genre that they're really not into, you could potentially turn them away and spend the rest of your life explaining to them that there are other books. No thank you would be their response. My niece, the non-reader, said to me that she started reading. Oh, good, I was stressed about the genetics. She said she liked The Maze Runner, and it's a matter of reading fun books. Yes, that's what it's always been about. It's about finding that book that claws into you and won't ever let you go. If my niece wanted to reread The Maze Runner, would that be okay? I think yes. It's still a book. It's still keeping the reading habit alive in her, and it's reinforcing a sense of pleasure from reading. Maybe at some point she'll read a different book. Maybe. But for now, I think if you want to read one book over and over and over, and that's your goal, far be it for me to say anything about it, do it. I'm personally growing with this podcast. As I grew through reading books in my experiment, I got to understand myself and my limitations, my likes, my dislikes. Doing this podcast is expanding my mind about the concept of living a life through books. After all, everyone's concept is different, and that's the beauty of it all. So read, reread, whatever you choose, your life, your destiny. For me, 
if I kept ahead of my reading goals for this year, I may just choose to use the last two months to reread. Why not? Until next time, this is Dr. Shanaz Ahmed with Living a Life Through Books, signing off. And remember to water the seeds within you. It's time. It's time.